Wednesday, March 10th. For I through the law died to the law that I might live to God. Galatians 2.19 That I might live. Because it was broken, the law invariably demanded death, although its promise had been, Do this and you will live. Luke 10.28 It would protect a perfectly righteous man, but condemn one who disobeys in the least degree. Therefore, it condemns all except that one who knew no sin. It was the law that demanded sacrifice. It was the law that said, It is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Leviticus 17.11 The law closes every mouth and brings all under judgment before God. Romans 3.19 There is no such escaping its sentence. Death must be accomplished. Blood must be shed. The believer rejoices that he has died to the law. Its sentence has been fulfilled for him. Another has died in his place. Christ, his Lord and Savior, has entirely fulfilled the law's demand of death. Therefore the law reckons that I have died, and it will never make a claim against a dead man. It is through the law that I have died to the law and it declares that it can have no more to say because, as far as it is concerned, I have died. But notice also that I have died that I might live. The flesh condemned by the law and put to death at the death of Christ is out of the question now. I can only abhor it when I see the agony that Christ has borne for my sake on account of sin. I know that the law now demands nothing from me and that I am delivered outside of its sphere altogether by the one whose love led him to death. I do not live unto the law, striving to fulfill obligations I never can meet and which Christ has already fulfilled in his death. Rather, it is now the believer's privilege and delight to live unto God. We have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law no flesh shall be justified. Galatians 2.16 L.M. Grant